Hey, 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 welcome all. Welcome to another episode of, well, Max Egan slash Strange Days. There's a lot to do. Play him his new one. I haven't heard it myself, so I'm going to play him. Go along for the ride, and obviously, what I usually do, well, here and there, um, interject my own little thoughts and things like that, or I might not have nothing to say at all. Just going to play it by ear. Now, the thing is, the platform that it's going through just takes a minute or two to load up properly. Otherwise, it um, keeps stopping and starting. And I just had a phone call, so I didn't get a chance to do it. Um, so what I'm going to do, uh, I've already got a audio bit of shits and giggles from Alex Jones for about two minutes and a half. So I might just put that on just while it's um, loading. Otherwise, I'm just going to be stopping and starting. and It's not going to make a bloody good broadcast. So, yeah, I haven't heard this one myself either, so this is fresh to me, and um, I thought, well, I'm going to listen to it. Why not do it with you guys? All right, let me just put a little bit of a um, an intro thing on here for two and a half minutes until we can kick it in, and then everything should roll nice and smoothly. Paradigm of absolute control. That's why we're just out here doing simple things, pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order. That's why they want to try to keep us out of it. I'm Let's get into it. Max Egan, 
truth always becomes self-evident. Let's see where he goes on this little roller coaster ride. Just not 
wouldn't surprise me if it was. But this article came out like in 2013 that talked about all this. And you've got to wonder just how horrific this is throughout the Jewish community. But finding these tunnels under New York, and really bizarre, folks, it's so difficult to find out what's going on with them. I mean, they found them actually in December last year, they found these tunnels. They didn't do anything about it. And how we even know about it now is because apparently the police arrived a couple of days ago with a concrete truck to fill them all in. And that's when everything happened. A riot ensued in the Hubbard headquarters. And this is Hubbard headquarters in New York. This is like world headquarters of the Hubbard movement. Move up your This is just another denomination of Judaism. They have all these different denominations, you know, like Chabad and Ashkenazi and whatever, you know, it's like Presbyterian, Anglican, Catholic with the Christian religion. There's all these different denominations of Judaism as well. And none of them really get along with each other. But these Chabad people are really strange, like the traditional ultra-Orthodox Jews. They wear the black coats and big hats and all this sort of stuff. A lot of them speak out against Zionism, which is interesting. Because we see all the bad stuff that's going on in the world and we blame Zionism. It's not all the Jews, it's Zionism. And of course, it's not all the Jews. I mean, there's still a lot of Jews that speak out against this. Look at John Pilger's film that he put out like in 1977. And then he wrote a book, I think, 20 years ago. And it was called Palestine is Still the Issue. And there were a lot of Jews in that film that spoke out about what was going on in Gaza, how they didn't support Israel's actions against Palestine. So it's not all. (laughs) Hey, Rocky. just pause that for a minute yeah welcome all yeah i've just started all oh, 10 minutes in i don't know how long this one goes i can't see the time strap on it it's time stamp but it's probably a good hour maybe hour 15 and then if i've got enough time probably in the last half an hour or so i'll have a call in if anyone's around but this is max again i the ones that are sometimes i play him i haven't heard this one myself and um for those in the room i've got a permanent slot now at 10 to 12 p.m um adelaide time and then you type in Adelaide in your clock or South Australia time and um, seven days a week guys so I finally done it and it finally pulled my finger out so I've got an hour and 15 of my show and then the rest of it's all calling lines anything goes you know you want to promote a show you want to bring up anything you've got some woes in your life no matter what the show's for you guys for 45 minutes pretty much give or take of course how long the show might overlap a little bit but um, we'll stop a little bit short so yeah, roughly an hour or 15 just with me ranting and go carrying on with my stuff as usual. 
and then we got a, an open line. So I think it's going to work out really good. First trial was last night, and it went nice and smooth, and we had a good yarn after it. And yeah, so that's where we're rolling. I'm just throwing this one on today because at this time, because I um I was going to listen to it anyway. So I'd like to go along with Max and add my own little things here and there. All right, let's get back to this. Truth always becomes self-evident. Well, I think it's good. Now sounds good. good. Okay. Yeah, why not? We're good with them. Okay. Just, you know, well, we have... the, all the world, it's good. Yeah, okay. We want them to have a country, and we will have a, country. our country, and a peace, 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 love. Yeah. We want peace, peace for the children. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. For a good life for everybody. Yes. It doesn't the matter your religion, your country. It doesn't matter. You must to be a good man, and yeah. peace is good for all the world. Yeah. So how do you get them to stop killing people? If people are dying. Because of the politics, and then have the peace. politics is the, the it's crazy, you know. We love each other. The, the people love. I'm from I'm from Lebanon. Ah, Lebanon. Yeah, I like it. Just the politics. Uh, I'm not like only the people who good peace in the Middle East, right? Yes. 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 Starting today, day one. But then, you know, you got to wonder what they're involved in anyway. But the interesting thing is that these Chabad Jews, these traditional Orthodox Jews, really speak out against Zionism all the time. And yet here we have this underground tunnel system leading to a mitzvah. They claim they did because they wanted to extend their property. Extend the property. Ridiculous. I mean, why didn't you build a basement? Why didn't you buy the building next door? I mean, you're Jews. You could buy the whole bloody block. The most ridiculous excuse. They kind of went rabid when the police came and they, kind of a riot broke out. These, these people go kind of rabid. It's really weird. But, um, yeah, they didn't react the way you would normally react. I and mean, they weren't just sort of concerned the police were there. They started climbing over things and destroying things, and it was crazy. <laughs> it's like they have a breakdown, man. But they even pepper sprayed one of the cops. Jesus. Oh, you can't make this up. <laughs> Thanks, Rocky. Freaking hilarious. What are they doing with mattresses, stained mattresses and a bloody baby's chair down there, eh? What the, the hell's that all about? What the hell's going on here? Jeez. Bloody real. Well, I like how they come out the tunnel. Reminds me of sewer rats fleeing from their freaking nest. Getting flushed out. I would have put some bloody vice, uh, what do you call it, cockroach spray down in the tunnels. <laughs> Bunch of all swarm out. Surprised they're not screaming the Holocaust. (laughs) 
like they kind of filter there above everybody else and they can just do this shit and the police have got no right to be there and blah, blah, blah. They're getting insane. But some of the stuff that they found in these tunnels, stained mattresses, high chairs, lots of children-looking stuff down below there. <laughs> high chairs, car seats, you know, baby car seats, tunnels going off in all sorts of directions. I mean, crazy stuff. Really crazy stuff. And like I said, these are traditional Jews. They're always speaking out against Zionism. And yet this is what they're doing in their spare time. That's a little disturbing. So how is Zionism the problem and not Judaism? It's an issue. I mean, when you see these people who've been speaking out for Palestine and speaking out against Zionism, what, they've got a secret tunnel network below New York? Pretty crazy shit, folks. Well, like I said, they found this in December last year. And the only reason we know about it now is because they went there to destroy it. Why did they want to destroy it? What's going on there? Why didn't they want to investigate what's going on there? There's palm trees. Palm trees kind of bizarre, folks. Everything's bent at weird angles since the hurricane. Everything looks a little bit strange. Yeah, why did they want to fill it in so quickly? Why didn't they want to investigate what's going on there? I mean, wouldn't you want to do that? went there with a concrete truck to fill it in. Wouldn't you want to go and see where the tunnels lead? See what's down there? I mean, isn't this a crime scene? Even if it's a crime scene as much as it's uh, it's against the law to build Absolutely. illegal tunnels, it's against the law to build tunnels that aren't approved. The great revealing revelation. Sure allowed to just dig tunnels around the place. So, isn't this a crime scene? Why are they so quick to destroy it? There's a lot of weird stuff going on. I mean, Remember I told you a couple of weeks ago that 2024 is going to be a crazy year. Things are going to go Absolutely. dystopian to the next level. And look what we've seen just in the first... I mean, we're only 10 days into the year. We've seen this whole tunnel system exposed. Aliens in the mall in Miami, <laughs> told. What was that all about? You know, some weird event happened in a mall in Miami. That thing floating around? Really suspect, shady-looking pictures of what were supposed to believe are eight to ten foot tall alien and what about that bloody squid thing flying around different countries what the hell's going on there <laughs> hey welcome There's to the room that someone opened bloody madness and some creatures came through <laughs> and you get this black and white video of some portal opening some weird stuff going on that day my friends Hey, Rocky, I, I bought up this um, this lady the other day. You know what she done? She flipped the coordinates of Miami. or I mean, yeah, the coordinates. And guess where it ended up? The South Pole, man, in the Antarctica. How trippy is that? They always say that there's something living down there in a the porthole and all this. And this freaking big flash was caught, man. It was like this big um, aurora thing and people started running and stuff. And it's just some weirdness, man, some big weirdness going on for sure. It was like they were glitching these creatures as well, man. Um, someone said the other day it's because of the residents of the solar flares that we're seeing these. They're all they're always actually around us and they're in shock themselves that we can actually see them. <laughs> Who knows, man? It's some strange days, that's for bloody sure. I knew 24 was going to go down really freaking freaky, man. Some weird shit already. This is freaking insanity, man. Ha <laughs> ha.
sprayed the skies with mercury this year, I think. <laughs> Bloody mad hatter. Bloody madness. We haven't even got to the end of the month yet. This flying squid. <laughs> I'd be trying to get him with a with a fishing line as he went past in a hook. <laughs> Try and catch the little bugger. Do you know there was another report of a squid back in about 2010 in the newspapers no, sure is, in course. England? Very strange stuff. No <laughs> cell phone footage of any aliens. Somewhere around You think with all of this talk and all these people there and all of this stuff going on, there'd be some cell phone footage. There is talk that I heard from someone that apparently when the portal was opened, it created an electromagnetic field and everybody's cell phones were scrambled and that's why there's no footage. Really bizarre stuff. And <laughs> you get like 100, 150 cop cars show up at this place. The media story tells us there's a bunch <laughs> of kids fighting or letting off fireworks, like 20 or 30 kids, teenagers fighting and letting off fireworks. What, do you have 150 cop cars show up? Crazy shit, folks. Here in Mexico, I think they shut the airport down as well just over a fight. Yeah, right. January. People who were sitting for regional offices or thinking of sitting for regional offices all got murdered. An interesting thing as well, we've got an election this year in Mexico. Election a selection this year in the United States as well. So, of course, it's going to be a crazy year. It's an election year. A selection. But <laughs> the Prime Minister of Mexico, AMLO, I think his name is. Is, uh, this will be his last term, and we've got an election this year. The main forerunner for the election is a Jewish woman. Oy vey. Of course, a Jewish woman being elected as president of Mexico. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Under every rock. Oh, all these underground tunnels are being revealed. <laughs> Aliens are showing up. Or in every tunnel. <laughs> Three guys get murdered in the first week of January in 2024 here in Mexico. <laughs> It's just crazy, folks. Also, in Australia, crazy stuff in Australia, floods and fires and all sorts of shit. All of the old area where I live they in are. Australia is all flooded out and people are in a terrible... As I brought up the last couple of shows, all the bunkers, all the old Uncle Billionaires are building now. Yeah, they know it's coming, man, and it ain't a solar flare or a freaking um, nuclear. It's the people, I think. Go watch the movie Ants. Maybe that's what they're a bit more worried about, I think. State down there. Yeah, the Rothschild uh, building was attacked the other day as well. Video, now we're getting to the heart of the matter. The House of Lords. Crazy stuff. We just still don't have a phone line on my house here in Mexico either, but we're hopefully getting that worked on this week. You never know. This week's almost over, so I'll believe it when I see it. But something else in Australia, there's been... I got a report from a friend that there's been some weird stuff going on in Papua New Guinea. New laws have been brought in in Papua New Guinea, whereby you won't be charging people who smash stuff up, basically, with what's been going on in the United States. I've shown you videos, and I'm sure you've seen them yourself, of people just going into stores and just trashing the stores. Well, they're able to do this in Papua New Guinea now as well. Cops aren't picking people up if they smash shit up. A time of lawlessness. And there's been some sort of a... And that's important, Moresby, in Papua New Guinea. And there's been some sort of a military deal, arrangement, contract, treaty, 
signed with the Australian government and the government of Papua New Guinea. It was just signed like last week. And then these laws come in where you're able to trash everything. There seems to be every indication that they're going to allow Papua New Guinea to deteriorate and become kind of ungovernable. Oh, and while I remember, can someone just go out tonight and just see where the hell the moon's gone? Now, it's been right next to Uranus for about six weeks, all right. One night I missed it. I Usually every night I put my head out and go, hey, go on, old mate, you know, talk to the old girl. She's probably bloody, um, needs someone to say good day, you know, a bit lonely out there. Anyway, I've been looking the last four nights and the bastard thing ain't bloody there. Now, the weird thing about it, two days ago, when I noticed this, I got up the next morning and the second thing I looked at in Telegram was this guy saying, what happened to the moon? And he rang a friend in Germany and somewhere else, I'm not sure the other country, and they said the same bloody thing. Of course, there must be an astronomical reason why. I looked in the east. You know, it should be up in the freaking, um, at the time I look about three in the morning, it should be sitting right up there, bloody in the bloody, um, in the north or west, west, north situation. The bloody thing ain't there. Just do me a favour, guys out there. Go and have a look tonight, this morning, anytime. See if you can find the bloody moon. I want to get on to this. I think the aliens didn't pay rent and God wanted it back. He said, stuff is, if you ain't going to pay rent, I'm taking it back and I'm going to play me bouncy ball or something. Bloody weird stuff, guys. She's just bloody vanished. And then they're going to walk in and save the day. What you might see... Bloody weird stuff. A forerunner to the police state that they want to show you. Stole me moon. Police state grid in Papua New Guinea. Who so am I going to talk to at three in the morning? Okay, once that works, then we can bring it across to Darwin, which is already a smart city. Darwin's had Chinese surveillance in it for the last five years, folks, maybe even six years. They've had a whole system that's in place in China where they sort of. Hey, Rocky, I've got some good news too, old mate. I've been on the wagon, man, for over a week now. How good's that? Sober Oz, man. Hey? Hey. What do you reckon about that? Yeah, man. Wow. It's been a while. A year or so. <laughs> yeah, man. Going on the good old days. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Big changes this year for sure. Absolutely. I've seen the light, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it, mate. Yep. Yep. The wheels are tightened this time. No worries about that. Saber Oz, wow, man, and people are loving it. I got 392 downloads just yesterday overnight, man, in, in 24 hours, man. That's like nearly quadrupled, triple of what I usually ever get. So people are loving it, mate. The new Oz, <laughs> new and improved. Yeah, man. Bloody eighth. Waxed, polished, and shined. That's been in place in <coughs> Very proud of myself, actually, years. to be honest with you. I just didn't tell anybody about Very it. Proud. I just put it in there. All this Chinese-style surveillance. They didn't tell anybody they were doing it. Let's do it. So now they're doing all this stuff in Port Moore. Well, especially considering about 15 beers and half a bottle of gin every freaking night since who knows when to pretty much nothing. That's a bloody big freaking mission, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. What a change, man. And I'm really feeling great for it, eh? I'm really, really feeling great for it. Each day goes by, I'm... More energy's come back, more clarity. Ah, oh, it's just... No, I'm not going back to that, man. Anyway, this, I like this new Oz. The new and improved version, for sure. And people must be loving it. There's no doubt about it.
Still got me charm, still got me charisma, guys. So that's the one good thing about it. <laughs> that's all I was worried about. Oh my god, is I'm not going to be too flat, man. <laughs> but uh, finding yourself once again, it's a really interesting journey. You know what I mean? It's really, really good. I'm enjoying it. Orsby, allowing that to deteriorate, allowing people to just go and trash stuff and things to get out of control, while they're signing some sort of a military treaty with Australia. And you can see where it's all going, folks. I would say they're going to trial the police state. No, mate, funny enough, um, the fourth day I was <clears throat> really coming good. Yeah, the first three days were hell a bit. And um, yeah, very tempting, very tempting hell. <laughs> the fires were getting staked that days, those days, my friend. But um, yeah, after that, um, I'm just cruising, man, just cruising. I think all the night sweats just got all the out of me pretty quick. see where it goes from there, and then they can bring it across. Like I said, <coughs> then they'll take it across to Cairns, Townsville. They'll bring it down the coast all the way. It's a nice-looking little set of shelves. I don't think I've ever drank so much bloody herbal teas in my bloody life in the last um, eight days, seven, eight days. Bloody hell. Well, I'm going to have to buy stocks in the bloody stuff. <laughs> buy some shares. <laughs> I love this sort of stuff in Mexico, folks. Everything is so artistic in Mexico, so rustic, but artistic at the same time, you know? Interesting little structure here. Interesting set of shelves. Look nice in the house, that one. Yeah, I should grab my own. Yeah, true, true. So crazy stuff. Really, really crazy week. And these tunnels in New York, it shows you what we're dealing with with these people, folks. You've got to get these people out of control of society. I mean, we really do. You can understand why these people got kicked out of 109 countries 1,030 times. All the shit that they've done and all the shit they continue to do. And then they play victim whenever they do it. Like what's going on in Gaza, which is still ongoing. And I don't want to get stuck on Gaza because it's just still ongoing. And it's going to go on for another year, folks. They're eliminating all safe places in Gaza. There's just nowhere for the people to go at all. Everywhere they tell you is safe, they end up going and buying it. In this video, together, we're going to try to find these safe places in Gaza. For the past two weeks, Israel has been bombing us nonstop. The 2.2 million people living in the 365 square kilometer Gaza Strip are not safe anywhere. Israeli warships warplanes and artillery have been continuously bombing isn't it a bit of a um, coincidence that right around that area too they want to put a canal the Benghazi and Bengaria canal just a coincidence guys just just a little bit of a coincidinky they're already selling blocks of land for them so maybe it's not about the area you're saying at, but the chosen the one. Again, Israeli forces uh, bombed a hospital a few chosen days ago, killing hundreds <laughs> of patients, doctors, and civilians who thought the hospital Ooh. was going to be a safe shelter. Ironically, the Baptist hospital was older than the state of Israel. It was built over a hundred years ago. So this. Oh, and um, the. The ADL is doing really good in my country now. As of the other day, no German um, things will be sold. Anything 
to do with that sort of side of things, any Nazi memorabilia, you'll be jailed up to five years. Um, so can't fly me old flag out of sight of my house no more. <laughs> and you're banned from even doing the um, the what do you call it the um, the Roman salute. You can get jailed for that now. Bloody hell. Sounds like we're living under a dictatorship, guys. Read them. This means we need to stay away from places that they have already targeted. Meaning hospitals, schools, universities, libraries, bakeries, shops, supermarkets, cafes, mosques, churches, civilians' houses, residential... They've been that you, you can have drag queen hour at schools and, and um, teach six-year-olds about anal sex. Yeah, yeah. A, a very um, pure and just society for sure. Good on your governments. You're doing such a fantastic bloody job, aren't you? Residential towers that were leveled to the ground. Entire neighborhoods that were wiped off from the face of Earth. Now, have you located the safe places in Gaza? Yeah, I mean, and she's totally right. That's what they're doing. I mean, they told everyone to go to Khan Yunus. You'll be safe in Khan Yunus. Well, here's Khan Yunus. Boom. Looks like a safe place, guys. Just a few fireworks. Oh, yay. Death, destruction. Oh. We all happy with ourselves? <laughs> oh, it's so funny seeing the slaughter of women and children, isn't it? Yeah, and the place it's is hilarious. trashed. The place is just completely trashed. There's broken and demolished buildings everywhere, and they're destroying every building. I've said before, they intend to level the whole place. Oh, break out the champagne. When they're going along, when they find a place like this neighbourhood that's completely trashed, they go along there, they put charges in all the buildings, and they just blow the whole neighbourhood up. Pure psychopathy, man. Absolute psychopathy. I'm surprised they don't play there goes the neighborhood. Of destroying Hamas tunnels, they do this thing, you know, blow these neighborhoods up like that, and they say, Oh, we've just destroyed a tunnel network. They haven't, you've just put charges through houses and you've blown a whole neighborhood up because that's what you intend to do. That's why the war is going to take a year because they're going through and they're leveling everything from the north to the south while they keep telling people to go south and claiming they're bringing aid trucks in and all the shit they're doing. They're not. The people in Gaza are starving, folks. Well, we're bringing aid trucks in, but Hamas is hijacking them all. No, it's bullshit. Everything they're telling you is bullshit. Are we going to do? We're going to keep doing it until they let the hostages go. I guarantee there's no hostages left. They bombed them all if they were there at all to begin with. There's some picture that came out the other day showed six women or eight women or something 
Oh, these are all trapped by Hamas. We've got pictures of them. They sent us photos. Why would Hamas send you photos like this? It just works against them. Find out one of these women is actually was photographed partying about two weeks ago. So she's not a hostage at all. These probably aren't even hostages. These are just people from the IDF that they've sat down and done little makeup jobs on. And they're faking the whole thing, you know? Hostages and all this sort of bullshit. They're not faking the killing. They're faking the destruction, but they're faking all the claims of Hamas terrorism because it isn't true. And you're not going to defeat it by killing all of Hamas anyway because Hamas isn't a group of people. Hamas is an ideology. It's an ideology that seeks to end the occupation, which is the reason for all this stuff happening. Nearly got snipers there, man. I've seen that one too. A lady was just, yeah, she just shot down. They're trying to get her back, and the boy shot down by sniper. Then they're shooting people to come and get them. Attacked Israel on October 7th, all they want. No, it was a response. I think the whole thing was staged. I think Israel definitely had a hand in what happened. But Hamas has never attacked Israel. Israel has been attacking Palestine for the last 75 years. They're an occupying force. People don't attack an occupying force. They defend against an occupying force. And Gaza, which I've, I've said many times, 75% of the population are under the age of 17. They don't have an army. They don't have an air force. They don't have bombs. They don't have tanks. They don't have rockets. They don't have any of this shit. So it's not a war. It's a genocide. It's ethnic cleansing, and it's just going on and on and on. And they plan to keep it going. They've got drones overhead all the time now as well. They're just not, they're not letting the people sleep or have any relaxation or respite from what's going on at all. They don't have Don't any go. peace at all, the people in Gaza, folks. Yes, the drones are so close. <clears throat> the sound is annoying. I don't know if you, you are hearing the sounds, right? Yeah. Yes, it is annoying. Can you imagine that we sleep and wake up with the sound? Can no one destroy the drones? No. Because it's not one one drone. A lot of drones, and, and they are not that close, you know. And it's dangerous. I mean, can you just stand in front a killer, a Syria, a Syria, a serial killer, uh, carrying a gun, and try to throw him with a stone? You can't, because the gun will kill you and your stone. Right? So no, no one can do anything for these drones. We just say hi. Please. Oh my god. We are in a nightmare, Allah. We are in a nightmare. What the hell? These drones do not stop day and night. And I bet you the frequency set yeah, they don't have any peace for depression all and all sorts of crazy negative things. Just making sure they can't sleep. It's just constant drones and sounds. That drive me crazy, man. I mean, I was I in Gaza in 2012, and it wasn't that bad. The drones were not overhead all the time. I mean, there were drones. There were missile strikes while I was there. There were random bombings while I was there. Yeah, Israel warplane. They just fly over and drop a bomb on a house. 
just for the sake of it. They sounded really wild, these bombs, when they went off as well. But some of the rockets they send in there have got a really particularly eerie sound as they fly in. And I heard a lot of that while I was there. Had three or four nights there were bombing raids. I was there for 10 days. And it's a complicated issue, folks. But like I said, I don't want to dwell on Gaza. But there's been so much stuff going on. And like I said, we're only 10 days into the new year. Of course, a lot of it, I suppose, is to detract from the whole Epstein client list, which has come out, which again is, is theatre, because it doesn't matter all these names are on this list. You're not going to see any of them arrested. They'll probably you know, hound after Prince Andrew and a couple of more well-known people, maybe Kevin Spacey or something like that. But most of it isn't going to mean anything. A lot of the names were redacted anyway. We're not going to see Hillary Clinton go down. We're not going to see Bill Clinton go down. We're not going to see any of the major players get arrested and go down. And a lot of it is just a distraction. I mean, they're just hitting us with everything. Okay, see you, see you later, Rob. You know, the Epstein client list, the war in Gaza, the war in Ukraine, aliens in the mall, the tunnel system below New York. Now, I question again why... That took until now for us to hear about it. If they discovered it in December, what made them go in there now and decide to fill it in? And why would they want to fill it in? Why wouldn't they simply go in there and investigate what's going on? I mean, there's some pretty bizarre evidence in there, folks. Like I said, you know, high chairs. You know, some of the stuff that they have found in there definitely looks like there's been children go through there. And apparently they were hiding the dirt. They were constructing the tunnels and pulling the dirt out and hiding the dirt. That's kind of bizarre, folks. That's a, what do they call it, the galactic butterfly, that sign. That's actually the Inlakesh handshake, if you can see how that works. That's the Inlakesh handshake. Maybe I'll show it to you one day when I've got another hand here and I can shake it and show you. But uh, it's interesting, it's a Mayan symbol they've got on the wall there. But all this stuff that they've been bombarding us with, I mean, it's going to be a crazy year, folks. It's going to be a really, really crazy year. Perhaps this is the year we will see a worldwide awakening. Perhaps this is the year we will get to take the world back. Because they're failing. They're failing miserably, folks. There was even a speaker at the World Economic Forum the other day who's basically saying, look, all the leaders are on board. We've done really well in getting all the world leaders on board. But the level of compliance from the people is at an all-time low, and we might be winning with the leaders, but we're failing with the people. The good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more, so we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. So we can lead, but if people aren't following, we're not going to, to get to where we want to go. Apparently Macron has gone from France as well, folks. He's not in power anymore. They've got a new openly gay prime minister in France. Just what you want. So they're really hitting us with everything, folks, everything that they can. And uh, like I said, this child rape assembly line is kind of bizarre. Remember as well, there was a <coughs> chop shop. This was back, oh, I think, in 2019. They found a chop shop in Phoenix, Arizona, body parts. It was a, a biology.
Ecology Center or something. And um, it's ended up being a chop shop. I mean, it's like a Frankenstein studio. They found all sorts of weird shit in there, uh, all sorts of weird body parts and, and heads sewn onto bodies and all sorts of really bizarre stuff going on in this place in Phoenix, Arizona. First at 10, it's been more than five years since ABC 15 first exposed a scandal involving a body donation business in Phoenix. A place known as the Biological Resource Center and a place with one promise. Connects those who wish to donate their body to science with medical research and education facilities. Turns out the donation was just the beginning. The owner accused of selling bodies and body parts. <laughs> a trial set to begin in just months. And tonight, new grisly details of what the FBI says really happened. ABC 15's Nicole Valdez is live. And Nicole, this paints a Frankenstein-like picture. Yeah, it really does. Katie and Steve closed for years. This building off 24th Street, the university, doesn't look like much. But according to new claims in these court documents, the Biological Resource Center was essentially running a chop shop for human body parts, mixing, matching, and selling them in ways we've never heard of until tonight. Described as unsettling, but it sounds a whole lot worse. One FBI agent revealing what it was really like inside the Phoenix body donation facility. In 2014, he saw everything from buckets of heads, arms, and legs to coolers filled with severed penises when Ugh. the FBI raided the building. Confused and, and angry. He thought the system was going to be doing some good. What a hell He even spotted a smaller head sewn onto a larger torso in a, quote, Frankenstein what? Body parts piled on top of each other inside Biological Resource Center where families donated their loved ones for medical research. you got to kind of wonder... That's... Whether that's related to any of this stuff. Sewing heads on body parts, man. There's something really, really messed up. Bad enough, all that. looking at what they want to do with guys around... As I said, I did a couple of interviews recently. I've got another one tomorrow, so you're going to be doing video clips this week, folks. Strange world, man. But um, as I said in an interview recently, I wouldn't be surprised if they intend to crash Israel through this stuff. One of the, the goals, I think, is to destroy Israel. You know, we've really got a lot of people seeing Israel for what it is now. There's so much stuff come out, even though those videos I've had of those kids saying how great it is killing Palestinians, and, you know, I want to kill more of them. They all need to die, and the babies are a target, and the women are a target, and the children are a target, and the little boy holding a chocolate bar is a target, because soon he'll be holding a Kalashnikov, which kind of makes sense, because they're going to continue the occupation, and as I said, Hamas is not a group, really, it's an ideology. But... With everything that's going on, I mean, the world is, is totally up in arms against Israel. You've got South Africa now uh, going and, and charging them with war crimes. They're going to go in the International Criminal Court and try to have Israel charged with war crimes. Of course, Israel's saying it's all it's all based on, on nothing. You know, the United States are saying it's all based on nothing. Even while you can see clearly they're ethnically cleansing all of Gaza Strip you know, and, and killing so many people and levelling buildings. All of this is ethnic cleansing. Like I showed you on the last report, knocking down the monument of Arafat in West Bank, this is ethnic cleansing. You're destroying the culture of the country. Ethnic cleansing takes many forms. But like I said, I think they're planning on hanging Israel out to dry. We've seen everything that's been going on in Ukraine. I mean, this has all been about depopulation and money laundering. And depopulation on every level, both males and females. Yeah, what are we at here? We're at the halfway mark. So he's going to go, looks like he's, it's about, without me rambling, probably a good 40 minutes. So 
I'd say he's going to go for about another 40 minutes and then we should have enough time just to have a bit of a half an hour open line if he's still around then um, or if he don't, this doesn't end. It'll be published anyway. So, um, yeah, just to mention the new ones in the room, I've got a permanent slot now that I've finally done after years of contemplating and not getting there. Um, yeah, from 10 to midnight, um, roughly on, well, 10 start, depends. I'll do my shows for about an hour and a half, roughly, but um, unless people are going to call in about the hour and 15 markish, and then the platform's all for you guys to share whatever you want to share, your show or your life um, or anything I brought up on the on the show that night. And, um, yeah, so pretty much an hour and 15 straight up, just me, 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 me. And um, and then my usual Strange Days things, bits and pieces of this and that all around the world and crazy stuff. And then um, open line for you guys, your platform, you know what I mean? And so that's seven days a week, 10 till 12, pretty much um, Australian Adelaide, South Australian time. So which will be approximately, well, pretty much on dot, 10 hours from now, whatever time zone you're in at the moment. So there you go. Finally, guys. Yeah. And I'm quite proud of myself. I've been on the wagon for over a week and I'm continuing and soldiering on, my friends. The new and improved shiny version of Oz. That's right. And people are loving it. Ratings are going through the roof. Bloody hell. 390-odd freaking downloads yesterday overnight. It's freaking incredible. Yeah. It's just going off, guys. People are loving it. I'm loving it. We're all loving it. <laughs> all right. Back to, back to your bit of Max. Enough about me. <laughs> Blows his trumpet. I've still got my charisma, guys. So I haven't lost that. <laughs> and my charm. population, I think a lot of Jews are going to be moving to Ukraine. And they might even end up seeing a Palestinian state formed because of this. I, mean, I think this has been one of the goals all along is to you know, get a Palestinian state formed. And you might see this happen because the world's going to be outraged at what Israel's done. So you might even see the formation of a Palestinian state. And then we've got the Ben-Gurion Canal. Yeah. A lot of people have been saying, why aren't you talking about this? Well, I have actually talked about it before, folks. The so Ben-Gurion have I. Canal, which has been designed to... Straight through Gaza. Suez Canal. What a coincidence. You know, the Suez Canal is a huge source of income for Egypt. A lot of trade goes through the Suez Canal. If Suez Canal closes down, big trouble for the world trade. But if Israel can open the Ben-Gurion Canal, that will actually be a slightly shorter route than going through the Suez. So trade will happen quicker, and Israel will get to control that trade. It doesn't really control what goes through the Suez. It will get to take funding away from Egypt, impoverish them a little bit more, and it will funnel trade through Israel, through Palestine. There's speculation that this goes through the north of Gaza Strip. The Gazette map for it actually shows it going just above Gaza Strip. So it doesn't look like it's actually going to go through Gaza. But it would be an important oh, port of the corrected that. North Belt of Gaza. and Road Initiative that Israel is going to be involved in with China. This whole Belt and Road thing that's been coming online, the social credit system and everything that's in place in China, they want to bring it into our, all of our countries. If they can create some sort of conflict, which is what they're really trying to do, and get everybody involved in, in a regional conflict turned into a world war, that's what Israel is really pushing to do, 
that's why one of the reasons I think also that it's being so brutal in Gaza, because it wants everybody to come on board with it. it, wants the Arab world to stand up and protect the people of Palestine, which will create a world war situation because you get Russia and China involved in America and then Australia and England and everybody's going to jump in and it's going to be east against west. And I wanted to do this for quite a while. But it wouldn't surprise me if Israel loses face completely through this. I mean, it's never going to get the support that it once had. You can't play the Holocaust card anymore. You can't play the anti-Semitic card anymore. You can't play any of these cards anymore. You can't call anti-Semitism and, and complain that, about the Holocaust in World War II when you're actually Holocausting the people of Gaza yourself right now. That's right. They're doing worse than the Nazis ever did, and I don't even believe the official story of World War II anyway, so let's not even talk about that. But you're going to find a lot of them moving to Ukraine. When you look at the Belt and Road Initiative that China is putting in place, I keep forgetting this path is closed. But uh, when you look at the Belt and Road Initiative that China is putting in place, two major players of it will be Israel, which will control a seaport, through the canal, which will end up being the Ben-Gurion Canal. And there was talk about this like two years ago, that Israel was going to be a major seaport on the way with the new Belt and Road system that China's putting in place. This is before they ever went into Gaza. This is before anyone even knew about the Ben-Gurion Canal plans. So they had it planned back then, because Israel isn't a seaport. It isn't somewhere that you go past with trade. I mean, you go through the Suez Canal, which is over Egypt. It's on the other side of the Sinai. You don't really go past Israel. But if they change the canal, put in the Ben-Gurion Canal, then it will become a major seaport along the way for the new Belt and Road system. And a lot of it's going to come through Ukraine, which is a major producer of food, especially grains. So you've had a lot of people leave Israel and go to Ukraine already. They're depopulating Ukraine. Zelensky's a Jew, and he's already offered them a safe haven, you know. They've got to do all this shit and make it look believable to people, folks. That's why they do it the way they do. Looks like it was just this natural series of events that happened. No one was ever planning any of this. It's just the way it all happened because Russia invaded Ukraine and because Hamas invaded Israel. And this is just how it all ended up working out. It's all planned, folks. It's all staged. It's all theatre. The whole lot of it is theatre. They don't mind how many people they kill and how much land and, and property they destroy to get their objective through. But it's all theatrics. Most of it is theatrics. And that isn't to say that people aren't dying and Gaza isn't being destroyed, but it's still being done in such a way to tug on the heartstrings of the people. There's an owl coming into this shoot a bohemian grove, eh, folks? Or maybe they just like owls. <coughs> I like seeing carvings like this, like just, you know, random log and something carved into it like that. It's uh, it's great, very creative. Something I love about Mexico, folks, is they find an old log and they carve it into something beautiful, you know? But anyway, if you get Israel in charge of what was once Ukraine... Uh, Max is an Australian dude, but he's in Acapulco in... Um... Absolutely amazing. Um, well, apart from the hurricane that went through, is that like a resort there? And um, yeah, they have gatherings there. You know, I forget the name of the one they got coming up there, but every year, yeah, yeah, amazing place. But um, anyway, that's his. That's where he's at down in Mexico. And it becomes a new 
Jewish Empire, and you've got Israel in charge of the seaport. We can see where all this is leading. You can see why they'd be doing things the way they're doing it, folks. And you might find that the world is so outraged by what Israel has done to the Palestinians that a Palestinian state is formed, and there's just a small Israeli seaport on the side. You never know, folks. You never know. I mean, if they can continue portraying the Palestinians as terrorists, maybe it won't. But I think a lot of people are waking up to the fact that they're not. They're not terrorists. You know, everything Israel's been telling us is a lie, and I think that this uh, exposing of the tunnel system might help that along a little bit. Now, like I said, everything with Israel is projection. Freudian projection is what it is, folks. Every accusation is a confession with Israel, and it always has been. That's just the way it works with these people. The whole claim that this tunnel system exists under Gaza was built by Hamas. We've already had, what was it, Edward Barak? So, no, we built the tunnels under Al Shifa Hospital. It's uh, already known for many years that they have in the bunkers that originally was built by Israeli constructors underneath Shifa. Well, several, well, uh, well. Tunnels, uh, part of the system. Several others are under other uh, hospitals or in other uh, sensitive places. Well, when you say it was built by Israeli engineers, did you misspeak? <laughs> No, no, somebody, you know, decades ago, we were uh, running the place. So we held them. It was decades, many decades See? ago, probably five decades You can't believe the media, ago, guys. That we helped them to build these uh, bunkers in order to enable uh, more, more, uh, Hamas built more space bunkers. for the operation of the no, 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 hospital no, no. within the no, very no, no, limited uh, size of this compound. And yeah, I wonder how many tunnels hmm. they built. Was it just under Al Shifa Hospital? I mean, don't forget, Israel was in charge of Gaza Strip for a long time. From 1948 up to 2005, Israel occupied Gaza the same way it occupies West Bank. They built all the tunnel systems. I mean, they could have achieved a lot in that time frame. From 1948 to 2005, it's a long time. You could build all sorts of stuff in there. And the fact that they've got all these tunnels there provides a perfect excuse they need to level Gaza. Saying we're going to relocate everybody, we're going to negotiate with the Arab countries so that they will take Palestinian refugees. Because we have to do that because they don't want to take any Palestinian refugees because they're all terrorists. It's not true, folks. They don't want to take any Palestinian refugees because they don't want to assist Israel in relocating people out of their rightful lands. And the Palestinians don't want to become refugees. They want to live on their land, you know. Of course, they're not allowed to because they're not allowed to defend itself. Israel has a right to defend itself, but of course, nobody else does. Funny how that works, folks. As you can see, things are coming along here in the secret garden. It's, uh, it's definitely coming along. It's still a lot of work to do, but it's definitely coming along. And that's a good thing to see. But yeah, I think it's going to be pretty short report today folks like i said i've done a couple of interviews this week already i've got another one tomorrow i haven't got much on my list because i've already spoken about a lot of it in the interviews that i did something i spoke about with the interview with mary ann was uh and something that she brought to my attention because i was talking about how I, I feel like we've we keep coming back and living the same life and i think this is what deja vu is all about she pointed out to me that deja vu is actually one of the 
side effects of the Pfizer vaccine. Isn't that remarkable, folks? They would have that listed as a side effect of the vaccine. See, I'm just saying that deja vu, it's kind of showing you that you've done this before. You keep coming back. You keep going through the same path. You're not changing things. You're not changing your life. You're not changing what's in your heart. We're coming back and we're living the same life. We're doing the same shit, messing up the same places that we always do. We end up coming back and repeating the exercise because we don't learn. I think every life that we come here, we have the ability to actually leave the realm. We have the ability to get out and escape. And I also believe, or I would suggest, I don't believe, but I would suggest, as I've said many times, that we are all part of a single consciousness, the mind of God, if you will. We are all simply projected into this realm. So if one person finds their way through, there's a good chance we can free everybody else as well. Perhaps that's what some of us have already done. Perhaps we've found the way through. And then we come back here to try to bring that message to people so that they can find their way out as well. You know, ultimately, it's going to be a personal soul choice, I would suggest. It's hard to figure it all out, but it's remarkable that deja vu happens. And as I said on that interview with Maryam, when everything was stolen from me, and, and when I look at my life, I mean, I put myself in a position for all that shit to happen. I put myself in a position where I could fuck up completely and I, I could lose everything that I own and, and marry the wrong woman, all sorts of stuff. How are you, brother? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm just doing a video. Oh, nice. I can see you. Yeah. I can say it to my homies watching your video? You can. I have my homies in Canada. What's up? <laughs> good to see you, bud. You too, brother. Cheers. See all sorts of people coming to work on the place, folks. It's, it's really good. A lot of people are coming together to try to repair this place. But so, what was I talking about? Um, you ever been there sorry, too? I put myself in a Acapulco? position. I married the wrong woman. I, I did everything wrong, really, when I look at my life, up to when I was about maybe 40 years old. I was a train wreck. My life was a train wreck in so many ways. I, I had so many opportunities to do things right, and I just didn't. I fucked up, you know, all the time. You know, smoking weed all the time, getting drunk, just, just living a superficial lifestyle in, as a rock and roll musician. And, you know, I woke up to the fact that the world was all messed up by the time I was, I was a kid. And by the time I got through high school, I'd just basically given up on it. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to get stoned and join rock bands and live on the outside of society and watch the freak show. It wasn't until 9-11 happened that I actually thought, actually, this is serious. Maybe I need to actually step up and, and do something about it. <coughs> and then I shifted on to another path. When all that happened and I lost all of my possessions, I mean, looking back on it, I can blame my wife. I can blame all the people that discarded me and, and stole from me and did all sorts of terrible things. But ultimately, I had the sort of personality, I think, that attracted that. I attracted those problems. And I often wonder whether, you know, you talk about the triune being and, you know, all sorts of different soul connections and, you know, your soul body, your spirit body, different higher versions of yourself. I think a lot of those higher versions of myself put myself into a position where I would fuck up completely so I'd have no choice but to step onto this path. And when I stepped onto this path and started, you know, like I started speaking out and, and making videos and, and trying to change the world, using the knowledge that I've gathered through life for something positive, rather than just, you know, for, for many years it was just like a spy novel, you know, knowing that there was this secret society behind everything, everything was fake and everything was a fraud, 
there was this whole control mechanism behind it that people couldn't see. It's kind of exciting to look at all this stuff go down these conspiratorial rabbit holes. I mean, you'll find people that just watch InfoWars religiously. This is where they're, they're trapped into this type of reality. But when I actually applied myself to it and started speaking out and started trying to do something positive to change the world, my life changed. And everything I'd done in my life up to that point gave me the skills to do what I'm doing now, like public speaking. You know, I can get up on the stage in front of two or 3,000 people. I don't have any problem at all getting up there and speaking to them. Most people would get very nervous. A lot of people would anyway. A lot of people fear public speaking more than anything. But I had, since I was like 16 or 17, been involved in rock and roll bands. So I'd been on hundreds of stages, thousands of stages, in front of thousands of people. I had no problem at all being in front of a crowd. I mean, you know, you get nervous to begin with. But after you've done it for a few years, it just becomes second nature to do this stuff. So, and then I joined the game clan because my wife wouldn't let me see my son. So the only way I could associate with him and, and play with him was to join a game clan. We both log on our computers and we'd play games together. You know, and that taught me Photoshop. It taught me video editing. It taught all sorts of stuff to me. And I gathered all of these life skills along the way that I thought were completely unrelated. But then, once I gather everything that I needed to do what I'm doing now, the universe took everything away from me, and the only option I had left, apart from suicide, was to step onto this path and start speaking about what I know and sharing my knowledge with people. When I did that, all my deja vus stopped. I haven't had a deja vu since that time, since I made that decision, and I stepped onto what I would suggest is my true path. It took me a long time to get there. It's, it's funny he mentions that about Deja Vu. I can relate exactly to that since the so-called few years ago, the Enlightenment or whatever you want to call it, the veil lifted. I have not either had Deja Vu since then either. Very interesting. I guess, you know, and even through all of it, I, I look at it all. Look at some of the suffering I had when I was a kid, you know. Uh, I had a terrible childhood. I had terribly bad things happened to me when I was a kid. Uh, through my adult life, I, I lost everything I owned a couple of times, had everything stolen once, and then my wife stole everything the second time. A lot of bad stuff happened to me, but when I look at it, I don't regret any of it. I'm glad it all happened to me, because all of it is what made me who and what I am today. And I'm pretty happy with who I am today. I think I'm a good person. And uh, I've never done any of this to, for profit or I've never done any fundraisers. I've never monetized any of my accounts. I've always just trusted that spirit will guide me. And if I'm doing the right thing, spirit will look after me. And it's worked out. It's been that way. I mean, I haven't become rich out of it, but you know, I've always got enough just to get by. And that's really all I need is just to be able to get by. So when I look at all this, it's, it's kind of all been for a purpose. And like I said, I haven't had any deja vu since then. So I think there's really something to this, something to this whole concept that we've done this before, we go through these lives over and over again until we get it right. And I find it interesting that there is deja vu mentioned as a side effect to the Pfizer jab. Now, I've said it before that I think a lot of the people here aren't real people. They're already in the mainframe. Their souls were captured and put on a circuit board and now they're just Signals being projected out to biological avatars. It's like Westworld. People don't realise that they're not human. And that's why you can't wake so many of them up. 
which doesn't mean you should love them any less, and doesn't mean they can't be saved either. You know, if we can shift the overall, like at least a decent portion of human consciousness, and charge the field with that energy, well, consciousness exists in the field, in the external field around you. If enough people can be in that positive energy and aware of themselves and aware of this test, this exam that we're going through here, and put this confident energy, this confidence in themselves, this integrity into the field, then we have a possibility of, of saving everybody, even the people that are trapped in the mainframe. But isn't it interesting, I've been off on this tangent, folks, sorry, but isn't it interesting that deja vu would be mentioned as a side effect of the jab? You know, if you've had the jab, well, you're going to start remembering, okay, you did this before, you messed up, same as what you did last time, and you're in the mainframe, they got you into the mainframe before. I don't have any of that sort of feeling at all. Like they never got my soul. It's not part of that system. It's not in the well of souls. But I wonder how many people are here that are in the well of souls. You know? Like I said, I think we have an opportunity to rescue them all. And I know I'm, I'm being probably grossly vague with all these folks. I'm sort of, it's all just rallying around in my head and I'm trying to figure it all out. I think that the fact that deja vu is listed as a side effect, it really suggests that what I'm saying is a reality. And that's why we have deja vu, is because we've lived this over and over again. But when we get to a point where the deja vu stops, it's because we've actually changed the path that we normally go down. Personally, I don't think, no matter how many lives I've lived, I think my soul and my consciousness is too resilient to have ever taken a jab in any other lives. But I mean, it doesn't say I wasn't killed off, like everybody was killed off, and you know, we just keep coming back because it's a collective. It's a collective consciousness, and if we haven't worked that out, well, we're going to come back, we're going to walk into the light or whatever. Yeah, personally, I don't even think that uh, if your soul is awakened enough, you'll even uh, have to make the choice not to walk into the light. I think that if you can wake yourself up enough and you can get connected enough and you can be spiritually aware enough and leave this realm with your soul intact, you might even just go back directly to source. And I think some of us do that and I think some of us choose to come back here to try to save the rest of humanity because, like I said, even those that are trapped in the mainframe can be saved. All we have to do is see the system for what it is and stop complying with our own slavery, stop complying with authority perceived to be authority, it's really people that, that have no authority, we should give no authority to, who've all abdicated their privilege to govern. And it's going to get worse and worse and worse and, until we stand up for ourselves and call things out for what they are. So I, I think there's a lot of that in there as well. And I'm probably babbling and rambling and raving and I'm not really quite sure what I'm saying because I'm just kind of running all through this in my head. But I think we're going to see some sort of a major outcome before the end of this year. I mean, 2025 next year, folks. 2025. That's been a, a foreboding year for a long time. And in the next big one will be 2030 after that. And the next big one will be 2040. I wonder if I'll still be around for that one. It would be nice to be around. I'd like to see the end of the film. You know? So who knows? But I think this year is going to determine whether we 
remain in prison or whether we step into freedom. I think we have an opportunity for freedom here. I really do. But everything being exposed the way it is, you know, Israel being exposed, the tunnel system beneath New York, or the controlling hand being exposed, all this crap Biden's done. You know, the, the way they're trying to start World War Three in the Middle East, and it's so obviously contrived. You know, I think they're, they're clutching at straws and they're, they're failing in what they're trying to do, folks. I really do. I mean, I, I think it's just not going as smoothly for them as they hoped and thought that it would. Too many people are waking up. Too many people just won't shut up about it. I mean, I certainly won't shut up about it. That's why I left Australia, folks. If I'd stayed in Australia, I truly would have been shut down by now. But I got out in time, and so I'm able to keep speaking. And a lot of other people, and you find a lot of the major truthers don't live in Western countries anymore, folks. You've got people in Uruguay, people in Panama, people in Costa Rica. People speaking out all over the place have just left their home countries because it became too dangerous to be there. And had I not left when I did, I think I would have been shut down a couple of years ago. And for all the people who still complaining about me leaving, get over yourselves. I mean, you guys would prefer me to have stayed there and died or be locked up for good so you could mention me occasionally the way you do with Julian Assange and other people. You know, you've got to look out for yourself, folks. You've got to be able to step onto whatever path the universe gives you to step on. Like I said, you've got to be able to face infinity without flinching. The knack of being able to face with serenity odds and circumstances that are not included in your calculations and simply do what you need to do, do what needs to be done, in order to get yourself to the other side of whatever predicament it is that you're in. That's the path of the warrior, folks. The path of the warrior doesn't mean stand there and fight against an army you can't possibly defeat. No, you do what is wise. You put yourself in a position where you can continue the fight on your own terms. And as far as this fight goes, folks, my weapon is my voice. I'm a 66-year-old man. I'm kind of frail. You're not going to put me in a boxing ring with anyone. I'm not even going to try to stand up against a violent police force, folks. You know, I can say enough about them to bring them down and to help other people become aware of what's going on. And I firmly believe, I still believe, that we don't need violence. All we need is non-compliance. If they get violent with us, well, then we can respond with counter-violence. But we don't need to be the ones that instigate any violent activity towards anyone. All you've got to do is call things out for what they are. I mean, all the governments are invalid. They've rendered themselves invalid. Every crime on earth comes from government because of legislation they write, which outlaws so many things. And they put themselves above the law. Parliamentary privilege, diplomatic immunity, all sorts of bullshit they think up so that we can't prosecute them for their crimes. It's ridiculous. None of it's valid. None of these people are valid anymore. That's a lot of the reason why I put so much focus on what's going on in Gaza and Palestine, folks, because it shows our governments are invalid. They're supporting genocide. They're supporting ethnic cleansing. So how can you believe a word these people say? They're all invalid. Something else that happened, which I'll just mention while I thought of it as well, folks, being as how this is such a crazy year, there was an earthquake in Japan the other day as well, like a week ago or two weeks ago. This year, I'm pretty sure. Some pretty wild footage coming out of that. Yeah, that's the one with the road um, started going up and down. That was really freaky, the bloody little pavers and that. But yeah, they had a massive amount of earthquakes. It's like a period so of the like The earth was breathing there. Bizarre stuff, folks. So you're, what a year. We're 10 days into 
2024, and all of this stuff has happened. So imagine what it's going to be like for the rest of the year, this quickening that's happening, folks. And imagine the opportunity that it's giving us as well. Like I said, I think we're going to see Time's speeding up more some and more, major guys. results this year. Either they're going to win and lock us down, or we are going to see a mass awakening, and we're going to see a lot of people standing up, and they're just you know, their system's just going to crash and burn. I mean, that's what I'm hoping will happen, and that's what I suggest will happen as well, folks. I think we got this. As long as people don't become complacent about it, I think we got it. I think we're going to get through. <coughs> yeah, so don't lose heart through all this, folks. I mean, ultimately, this is what you came here for. And if you weren't capable of getting through this and, and winning this test and, and passing this exam, then you wouldn't have come back. You wouldn't be here to begin with. Everybody who's here is here for a reason, even the non-playing characters, even those people in the mainframe. Max cracks me up because he um, just about every show goes, that's about it. And then your next note, oh, well, I haven't really got much more to say. Half an hour later, <laughs> he's still going. <laughs> he's probably got about another 10 minutes left on this. And then we'll, um, so that'll bring me down to nearly the hour 25 mark. I'll just have a quick little um, two minute break. And then we'll have anyone that's around that'd like to call in about anything. You're most welcome. Anything doesn't have to do with what I've just brought up. Hey, hey, welcome to the... Hey, hey, gal, mate. Good to see you again. Yeah, I'm still soldiering on, man. Look at him. Look at him gay like a little bloody Duracell freaking battery yarn bunny. Yeah, mate. Um, So I've got about 10 minutes, so you're welcome. You know, could you, you know even um, if you want to talk about your own show or another show, you want to, um, you know, put on the spotlight. You Anything goes, guys. It's all for you guys, you know, for half an hour. So without me rambling, we'll try and get this, kick this out the way with Max. And let him ramble <laughs> from my ramble to his. Uh, he sort of reminds me of myself sometimes. So um, yeah, we'll go for about another ten, two minute break, and then we'll um, we'll have a call in. Right, they're here for a reason. And as I said, I believe we have the opportunity to save all of them. Now, if this truly is a collective consciousness, you know, everybody's simply a thought in the mind of God. Then uh, we have a way through this, and. All we need is, is this belief in ourselves. You know, this has been the big thing that the system has done to people. It's taken away their belief and confidence in themselves. Now, as I've said before, you know, we don't grow up. We believe that we need parents for our whole lives. This is an opportunity to throw off those chains, folks. And I think we're going to see a lot of that this year. But just hold on to your hats, you know, because, I mean, for all this stuff to be going on just in the first 10 days with the tunnel system, earthquake in Japan, aliens in the mall in Miami, the, the total genocide that's going on in Gaza Strip, the Epstein list being released, three politicians murdered here in Mexico in one week. There's so much stuff going on, folks, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. We've got to do something about these people with small hats though and the control that they have exercised over the world hopefully the exposing of this tunnel system in New York will cause the penny to drop in a lot of people's minds and they were literally coming out of the sewers folks to get away from the police that were raiding the, uh, the Hubbard headquarters like bloody rats coming out of the sewer guys that's what I said instead of cement. I would have went up there first with some bloody um, cockroach spray and bloody started pumping it into the bloody tunnels. Yeah. 
sort of stuff might wake people up folks the fact that the uh the people with small hats uh, don't have your best interests at heart we've seen the way they think about palestinians we've seen the way they, they think about all boyum folks all people who are non-jews you know, they've said that the guy i had on there that that rabbi is saying that uh, they're all idol worshippers there's six billion idol worshippers on earth who all deserve to die Interesting sort of stuff, folks. Interesting to know this is the mentality of most of these people. So I think all of this is coming out. All of this is coming to light. And again, all we have to do is step away from it. Why do we believe these people have control over us anyway? It's only because of the Holocaust and the whole hoax. You go, oh, these people are victims. We can't say anything nasty about them if we do. We're anti-Semitic. And people's belief in the Bible. Because the Bible was written by these people. It was mistranslated by King James. And somehow America believes that they, they have to protect Israel, even if the main objective of Israel is to destroy America. It's crazy. Perhaps that will change soon. I mean, sure, there's going to be brain-dead NPCs. There's going to be some people who you're not going to be able to change their minds no matter what. But I think the majority of people are sort of waking up to the fact that, hey, we've been hacked. These people have been expelled from all these countries all these times for a reason. I even showed you the stuff they did with Germany. Like in 1941, it was a German scholar who put out a book which talked about exterminating the German people and through what they called the final solution. Again, everything is a projection, folks. They told us that's what Hitler did with the Jews in World War II was the final solution to get rid of the Jews. No, they were the ones who coined that term. But most of the Jews had already left Germany by that time anyway. Most of the Jews had already gone down to Palestine in 1933 in the transfer agreement. All the Jews got out. Even, even the claim that there were 6 million people who died in the Holocaust, there weren't 6 million Jews in all of Europe at the time. This is claimed, folks. And it's the same claim they made up in World War One, the same claim they made in 1921, 1927. They made this claim a lot of times, folks. And it was only because they got hold of the media after World War Two that they were able to get away from it in World War Two. And as I've shown you on, on previous videos, I did a whole video, like an hour long or an hour and a half long, where I talked about Rovizenlager, the real killing fields of Germany, where the estimated normal figures, the official figures, are 1.2 million Germans died there. But the reality is that it's very likely as high as 11 million, possibly 13 million Germans died in the Rhine Valley camps. To this day, you still can't plough the ground in the Rhine Valley in Germany because if you do, you're going to be digging up bones, millions of bones, because there are millions of people buried there. All the Germans they killed after the war. So, you know, a lot of this stuff has, has come to light. And the whole Holocaust narrative, and, you know, I think it was like the 1960s before anyone was even talking about the Holocaust. The advent of television, of course, but television came to be in the 50s, and you know, then we started seeing stories about the Holocaust of the Jews in World War II. Nobody really knew about it before then. Funny that. And there was no evidence. You know, they say, oh, we discovered all this stuff you know, after the war. No, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. There's actually a really good book by a guy called Nick Kolostrom. Thanks for that. And it's called Is Breaking that any better Spell. now? If you want to break the spell of the whole hoax over your mind or over your parents.
parents mind. Oh, yeah, I might shut him down in a minute anyway. Breaking the spell. It is getting a bit. It shows how the whole whole hoax narrative is basically. Okay, he's going to go off onto anyone can look into that. Yeah, yeah, it's starting to get annoying. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, I'm going to end it anyway. He's only got about five minutes, but he's going to go on his polar hoax rant. So I'm just going to leave it at that now. Um, anyone can go look into that themselves anyway. So, all right. Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to have a quick two-minute breaky break because I want to get it myself. I'm all green teed and jasmined and chamomiled out, so I'm going to have a nice international roast coffee. Nice double doser, I reckon. <sighs> Tastes a bit like a Turkish coffee, I guess. <laughs> Those things will get you get you going, I'd tell you. When I used to go to work, this lady used to always make it before I'd start. No, holy, she knew what she was doing. She got me motivated. That's for bloody sure. Whew, old Turkish coffee. Oh, it was only a small little thing, but I'll tell you what, it was like I was running on speed for an hour. <laughs> she certainly knew how to get me working. All right, guys, have a think about anything you'd like to bring up. If not, I'll shut it down when I come back. And um, just end the broadcast there, nice and clean. If not, we've got a, um, a good, yeah, good half an hour when I come back. So a little two-minute break so I can get myself a nice cuppa. Sit back and have a yarn with Oz. Um, anything you like, guys. Like I said, the platform's yours. Use it. Use it wisely. <laughs> All right, I'll catch you in about two minutes. Use it. Don't abuse it. <laughs> if you're leaving, close the door. I'm not expecting people anymore. anymore. Hear me grieving. I don't have to go far for my coffee here. I just swivel my chair around. Bang. Hey? What a studio, guys. Didn't even have to get out of my chair to make a coffee for crying out loud. How good's that? Hey? Bloody hell. You've got it all worked out, haven't you? One little swivel, one twist. A pelvic thrust. Oh, that doesn't sound too good. We'll, just, we'll stick with twist. One little twist. Perfect crushing. Come on, calm down. Your mum might be listening. <laughs> Sorry, mum. <laughs> She's in there having a cold shower now. I feel dirty. <laughs> What? Nectar of the gods. No doubt about it.
feel that, eh? True story, guys. True story. No doubt about it. Alrighty, poos. Anyone like to call in and have a yarn to Uncle Oz? You're most welcome. Share your platform. Share your shows, dates, times. Share someone else's show, dates, times. Share your griefs in your life. Life crimes. <laughs> I just said that because it rhymes. Hey. You've only got this one, one chance. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up at the hour and 30 minutes then, guys. Russ will be up soon, I think, with his true crimes. Go check that out, man. Uh, what's he got planned? Let's see what Russ has got planned coming up soon. And within the next hour, I'd say. Easy, yeah. Oh, probably 45 minutes, I reckon. He's going in the Heaven's Gate tonight, guys. So roll over to Outside of Normal. Laguna Norton Media. Franchise. You might even find some of Osman's products on there, if you know what I mean. Digging yourself some skull and bones. Happy, happy, Jewy, Jewy. I've actually got a shirt I made up. Oh, wait there, before I go, I'll tell you something that bloody happened to me the other day. Here we go. I'm doing another bloody Max. I'm about to go on and he freaking carries on for freaking half an hour. I bloody, um, I was on eBay, all right? Check this out. Uh, about a week and a half ago, I think it was the third I was on there. Anyway. There's this little banner on there, okay? And it goes, um, uh, would you like to win um, a cooking set? And I thought, ah, well, it's on eBay. It sounds pretty legit. You know, it might be just um, a big store, you know, trying to promote some sort of thing. So you had to do a survey. So I'd done seven questionnaire survey. Okay, that was all looking good. Um, then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it said... You've got to pick three boxes to win now. And I thought, oh, freaking hell. I thought you just said I've got to do a server. So anyway, I picked first box, burnt, lost, second box, lost, third box. You won! <laughs> Bells and whistles and all that crazy stuff, you know what I mean? So I thought, oh, this is bloody fantastic. One catch, they said. Okay, okay, we've got a catch. You've got to pay us $3 for shipping. And I thought, oh, well, it's a hundred and... About $110 lice, not that I really needed it. It was a three-piece like, um, cooking set, you know. And I, I didn't really want it anyway because it's um, that freaking, that black crap in it, you know. I, I only use raw steel when I cook. I don't use any of that um, Teflon. Teflon's sort of crap. Don't believe in it. Anyway, I thought I'd make a good wedding present or a gift for Christmas for someone anyway. For $3 delivery, nice little cook set. And um, so anyway, it paid me 3 bucks. Anyway, so I'm waiting for it to come. And um, last night, or the day before, actually, I seen pending $109. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. You can see what's coming, can't you? So anyway, I, um, I thought, I was checking with my son. I said, yeah, I freaking know who this, because I couldn't work out the name of the, the transaction that's taken money out of my account. 
And so I thought, bugger this. As soon as I got up, I rang the bank and said, what's going on with this 109? Because I remember the day I went out. I went to the um, to the optometrist and I, only, and I cashed in a check at the bank, which was 80 bucks. So I knew that that's all I'd done. And, and this transaction happened on that same day. So I'm scratching my head going through eBay. No, there was nothing I bought, you know. Oh, this other rigmarole. And he's going through my bank account. He goes, there was another transaction on about, well, I think he said the third, six or something, for $3 from the same account. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Oh, really? So what the mongrel dogs have done, all right, they've got me Visa or whatever you call it, me, me number, okay, for the $3, a scam, you know, scam. And now they've taken $109 out, which is about the actual price of the actual... Lucky that was all. Was, yeah, that's that's my blessing, you know, right? The story goes on a little bit longer. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so I said to him, oh, damn. I said, well, that's no good. I said, bloody, I only paid $3. I said, so they're ripping me off, man. I said, oh, well, at least I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to get a gift out of it. And he goes, um... I wouldn't expect that. He said, um, expect to get nothing. I said, hey. He said, mate, because obviously he's in the banking system. He knows all about it, the complaints and everything. And he goes, um, pretty much 100%, they just ripped you off and you're not going to get nothing. I said, because I never do it, man. Like, this is the weird thing. I'm never one for doing any of these scam sort of things. The only reason I'd done it, I was waiting on someone and I sent it on actual eBay, all right? That's the only reason I, I clicked on it was because I thought, ah, oh, eBay banner, you know, it's legit, you know, everything's been sorted out here, you know, they're not a scam. And he said, no, it actually happens quite a bit. He said, even Facebook, a lot of people think the same, but he said, what they do, they actually pay to be, so really the company, say Facebook even, that I'm not on, but they will get paid a certain thing from a company or a rip-off scam. And while they can last until they're revealed and busted, I guess, that they get away with it until they rip who knows how many thousands of people off. In the meantime, because people, like myself, think that it's a legitimate thing because it's on a, you know, if it was on Amazon or eBay, you'd automatically think, oh, okay, it's got to be legit. You know, they, they wouldn't be allowing these sort of things, but this is how quick they get in and out, I guess. And they can scam a lot of people. I should have known. I should have known better. I, I am kicking myself, like, you know, to the degree. And I said, there is there a way that I can get my money back in any way, you know, through a complaints commission or something like that, you know? So I, um, he said, oh, the bank can sort of look into it, but it'll cost you $30, you know? So there's another 30 bucks on top. And he goes, you can go through all this paperwork and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I said, man, I really couldn't be bothered. I said, I'm going to count my losses. I'm not going to go any further. I'll report it to the commission of, um, what do they call it? Um, corruption or online um, internet, what do they call it? Scare mob. Anyway, there's a name for them. I'll just do a quick report to them, just, you know, quick email and let them know what's going on with the company and whatever. So other people don't, you know, get ripped off. Well, someone's probably already done it. I haven't seen it. I haven't actually seen it since that day anyway. I used to go on eBay every second day and just have a sticky beat. So that's what happened to Marty Me. So I've just lost $112 pretty much and no bloody, no cooking set. <laughs>
<laughs> Once bitten, they say. Oh, man, man, man. I actually knew a couple of years ago this guy was in the computers and, and he got um, hacked into his computer. He allowed them into his computer and he, he kicked himself after. He said, I don't know how the hell I've done that, you know. And he's probably the last person you'd ever think would be that scam that was going around. Oh, yeah, something about, I forget what it was. You got a bug or something in your system. I don't forget the scam a couple of years ago. And he got bloody ripped off on that thing, you know. I forget what they'd done with but you really got to watch it out there, guys. Like, so I just cancelled my card and everything. I've got a new card coming, so I can't use any transactions for the next five or seven days, I guess, until I activate it. But yeah, so that was a little bit of a, a trip for me, a bit sobering this morning. The bloody work that went out. I mean, it's money, but at least it wasn't thousands. That's the way I'm looking at it. Not that I had that in there to take out, but you know, people have copped a lot worse. I'd just rather go, okay. One lesson learned for $112. Okay, that's fair enough. I can learn that lesson. So, um, yeah, look out, guys. Look out, man. Oh, and how, how freaking bad is this, all right? A bloody, um, you know, X, you know, it's so-called taking over Twitter, right? Now, I was banned from Twitter um, for life, right? This was going back, and this is because I had a, I was pulling Twitter. I was actually the, the reason why, right? I boycotted twi Twitter for a year, and right on the hour and day, I well come back in, all right? And there was something that happened. I said, "I'm boycotting you, mongrel dogs," and um, blah blah blah. Anyway, it was, and over the year, I studied them and went right into their things and issues and that. And they were allowing child pornography on there, so I built up a bit of a case and let it rip. When I come back into it, over the year, you know bits and pieces here and there told them you know how corrupt they are and the shenanigans and everything and the bastard dogs they bloody um life banned me eh? because I, I i shined a light on their corruption so f twitter f it to hell anyway so i thought oh elon's doing the x now so everything should be you know all the bells and whistles should be clean or you know new start so i, I downloaded the app last night and I went to frickin', um, you know, get into it and post and that. And this thing comes up. You've got a lifetime ban. Unbloody real. This was, and I have not been on Twitter since my ban, at least probably five years, I reckon. Four at the minimum, I'd say. So a good five years, I haven't even ventured into that site one iota. Had nothing to do with them. And now that X has taken, so-called taken over, you're right. I'm still got a life ban. Unbloody real. The only reason I wanted to get onto it because I wanted to share my videos for my shows, you know. I might have to work out a way through bit shit. I'm gonna have to get a bit savvy and learn how to how to yeah present a like a slideshow or something like that. That way people can look later if they want to at the things I'm going through, because a lot of it is video format. <laughs> which is the struggle I've got for tomorrow. I've done nothing for my show tomorrow with Russell, you know. That um, we're doing about the cabbage patches. And I'm just dumbfounded actually where to start. Oh, it'll click in later tonight or something. Um, because most of it's all on bloody um, video. Most of the information I come across and what I know about the situation. Because it goes down one big rabbit hole. 
um, yeah. So it's very hard, you know. Do I start with the the Cabbage Patch Dolls, that industry, just a quick overview of that, which I'm thinking might be a good start. Then going into the shenanigans from there and the representation of where it actually come from, I'll probably go down that sort of rabbit hole in that way. And then go on, uh, it goes back to the 1800s, late 1800s-ish. Yeah, there's a lot of shenanigans there that takes you down a whole sort of different rabbit hole. It's that you don't even actually really mention the word cabbage patch, but it's what led up to the cabbage patch. It's really hard to explain. That's it's why I'm saying I'm sort of racking my brain around. It's, it's got me uh, a little bit beaten sort of thing, you know. So I don't know how to transcript it right and um, all of that. So, But I can do it. I mean, like that JFK one I put together, you know I've done that in three hours. No joke. I've done that just, just before the show. From 10 to 1. Okay? So I can do shit like that. Oops, sorry about language. I can do presentations when I'm under... I, I seem to work better when I'm under pressure, you know. I got up at quarter to 10. I thought, oh, I guess I better put something together here. <laughs> and it all just come together within three hours. So, yeah, I know it can be done, but it's just this one's really... I haven't actually been pretty much my, my brain. I think that's why I'm procrastinating about trying to even get involved in trying to present something. I've been thinking about calling in a sickie. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do the show. I've got a family emergency. <laughs> do a runner on him, you know what I mean? No, I wouldn't do that too. <laughs> I was thinking about it though. <laughs> I'm going to be honest there. So, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen here, guys. I'm going to have to go into some deep prayer or something like that and create some sort of miracle. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what's going to happen here. Anyway, I'm sure I'll come up with something. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, that's good time. I think he's starting. I think he's actually starting now. All right, my friends. Well, thanks for joining me. Lagoon is just starting with his um, crime investigation one. He's, well, yeah, I forget the actual name of the show. Oh, damn it. Um, well, anyway, he's going to go into Heaven's Gate. So this will be interesting. There's always something, and then we usually have a chat after it. So come on over. I'm going to end the um, broadcast now. I hope you enjoyed that little bit of a rant, a bit here or there with me and Max. Like Max and, yeah, I always have a good time listening to him. Yeah. All right, my friends, you all take care, and I'll catch us all on the next episode. Uh, my usual time now, 10 to 12 p.m. Adelaide time. All right. Take care, my friends. <laughs>